Hello and welcome to In The House Sports with Jay and Jay. Hello. How's it going, everybody? It is episode numero uno of October, October, Saturday, October 3rd, 2020, the Willie Mays episode number 24. Wow. I, I think mean, he was number 24. What, what, name, what number uh, player? When I think of 24, I think of uh, Calgary Flame Jim Plaplinski. Guess what? I know Jim Poplinski's nephew, Jack Poplinski. Oh, well, shout out to Jack and uh, all the 24s out there. Did you know that, Jacob, today there's no Major League Baseball, there's no National Hockey League, there is no, of course, there's no NBA, and there's no NFL, because that's usually sad, Sundays, as we know, but no major, no professional sports today, lots of college sports. That is so weird. It's like, it's so weird not to have sports on, but I guess that was the reality for what? three months but now it seems kind of weird of course the nhl coming to a close um this week with the tampa bay lightning shout out to them beating the dallas stars in six games tampa bay finally notching that stanley cup victory and it was very ironic because last year they were the major favorite to win i think they were setting a record for most wins they're right up there they were major favorites to win it all and they got swept by the columbus blue jackets in the first round uh, this year they actually faced the Columbus Blue Jackets, and they kind of they did not have a hard time with the playoffs. No game sevens uh, for the Tampa Bay Lightning as they finally get that elusive Stanley Cup title, the first one since they defeated the Calgary Flames back in 04. Oh, that's that's great. And Steve Stamkos, Stanley Cup champion, Calgary Locomo, Brain Point, great playoff series. So shout out to Brain Point and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Can they go back to back? Well, we'll find out next year if there is a season. So yeah. Uh, way to go. And we'll see what the Flames do next year, too. But uh, I think there's got – I would be shocked if there wasn't a season. There'll be a and, season, and of course. One way or other, there'll be a when season. When there's a season, you should say. When there's a season. <laughs> but the thing is, is that it's incredible that we finally – that they got through it all. Like, we thought there wasn't going to be a season. And the NBA are just – Good point. Five games maximum. We'll get to that in I, just a second. I don't think that the NHL, neither the Toronto or the Edmonton bubble, I don't think they had any COVID cases. Nope. Zero. And NBA – not as well. Not as well. Actually, I think, did they have some initially? At the beginning, I think they, they may have had one or two. But no, but the uh, NHL had some at the beginning. But I think, I think no, once they got into the bubble, I don't think they had cases. So it's it's awesome that they got through it. And the NBA, we'll discuss it more next week when we if if we see a champion. But it's, it's going to be amazing, the run, like who's going to be the winner. You know, the NBA had two potential stoppages, one with COVID and then second with the Black Lives matter we thought i thought this was gonna be done perhaps then but that's gonna get us to our first topic of the week and that is basketball woo, um, woo. yeah it's been good there's a lot of things to discuss lebron james and anthony davis uh davis compared them to shaquille o'neal and kobe ryan another duo in los angeles basketball history and speaking of anthony davis he has been on a tear since the start of the playoffs and since the start of the finals and the thing about Anthony Davis is that he could sign a new deal this year. It's, it's exactly like the Patrick Mahomes deal, similar. You, if they win a championship, Mahomes wins a championship, signs a massive deal. And Davis is looking at something like five years, $200 million. So be a big payday. The thing about Anthony Davis is that he is very injury prone. But right? yet, here he is, and he's uh, made he's it without injuries. The thing is, is that Anthony Davis, if he plays well, as we've seen him, if he plays well, He's a top two, top three player in the league. He's dominant. He can score. He's so dominant again in the post. 
He's just an excellent player. He's he's right now. If the if LA wins, I think he's the number one pick for Finals MVP. I would think so. Yeah, uh, outplaying the no- other potential number one player in the world, LeBron James. But you know, if he Anthony Davis could get could get injured, it's not like you yeah. know LeBron James being signed to a contract. LeBron's barely missed games in yeah, his career. Signing for a multi multi million dollar contract, Anthony Davis. I think he will stay with Los Angeles. Why wouldn't um, you? Why wouldn't you stay with Los Angeles? I think he'll stay with them. Um, but yeah, I mean, with he, him being injury prone, uh, it's a big, uh, a big risk, I think, moving forward for the Lakers. Um, but, uh, I do, I do look for him to stay there and he will be the MVP. I do look for the Lakers to finish this out in two more games. There'll be a four game sweep. Unfortunately, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a finals with, in my, with all this NBA talk we've had, there's very, for me, there's little interest because it's a foregone conclusion. What do you think, Jacob? I think I think it's going to be a sweep as well. Uh, maybe if Bam Adebayo comes back and Goran Dragic, you know, it's a major unfortunate thing. If LeBron James and Anthony Davis both got injured, then the Miami Heat would roll. But that's the way sports works. Um, so I think that I think it's going to be four games, five games max. But I'm going to go with four. Um, and then anyway, what else I wanted to say is just for Anthony Davis, he I bet he'll probably stay. Like why wouldn't he stay? The one thing that might deter him you know after a couple of years is what happens when lebron james is 38 years or 39 years old um and i don't know about lebron james's contract anthony davis this could be his team i bet a lot you know la is a popular destination a lot of players are going to want to play in la so if it's anthony davis's team now Giannis on set he could be a laker next year that'd be a crazy three mm-hmm. uh imagine that lebron james at the point guard Giannis at the small forward and anthony davis at the power forward that would be the most dominant trio perhaps in NBA history. At least Giannis and AD would be incredible. Uh, I don't know if that'll happen, um, but that I, haven't, would... I haven't heard that in the rumor mill. Have you? Well, we're going to the Lakers. I'm not sure. I bet I, I could. I don't oh, know. You never know. It's a rumor I'm starting right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the Greek freaks can. Uh, like I think he's dedicated to Milwaukee. He doesn't need to go buy himself an NBA championship. He wants to earn it with the team that he's been. Playing with, I don't see him going uh, anywhere. But we'll find out in the next. In That's the next but year. the NBA. You, you thought that same thing with you know anything can happen. Even Blake Griffin thought he wasn't. He was going to be in LA for life, and he was traded by his own organization. Paul George signing a big contract with OKC. He forced a trade out of out of OKC. So it's going to be interesting. We got some more stats on the finals, Dad. You can go yeah, do well, it. Do I something. Think, I yeah. got some as well. Okay. Well, should we come back to NBA? Let's let's continue talking about a little it. bit more NBA. This is LeBron James' tenth final. Uh, which means he's played in nine. He's got three wins, six losses. He's been in the league for 17 seasons. No, three. I think it's his, his, this is his – is isn't this, this his is ninth file, final? I think we discussed it before. This is his tenth final because he's three and six right now, which is nine. I think nine. he's three and five. I think I had no. that last time. Okay, no. we'll fact check it. We'll get I have LeBron ring. James has went to the finals eight times and has a three and five record. I, I've got him going to eight of the last nine finals. Okay, we'll uh, regardless. I mean, every year there's some guys that never get to the NBA Finals, and this is his 10th one. Um, whether he wins or loses this NBA Finals, which he's going to, I don't think it would change his legacy. I think he's still going to go down as one of the greatest of all times. But he's just uh, – I got to give him a bit of a clap because uh, he has just been dominating, as we've said. So I, I've got nothing else to say. Way to go, LeBron. I'll give you two claps. Um, um, you know, when you bring over your best friend and, and um, Anthony Davis, it's not so surprising. So um, – yeah, so I'm just taking a look at how many times he's been to the finals. I 
This is this. Oh, you might be right. The ten teams. What? Where? Where did I miss one? Okay, I must have missed one. That is my bad. Yeah, that's your I, bad, my man. Don't worry about that. We all make mistakes on in the house sports, but we rectify them the best we can. I, I was so certain he played nine final. He played eight before this, but wow, LeBron James, ten finals. He's played like I think seventeen seasons. Can you imagine that? Yeah, seventeen seasons. <laughs> you just said that, but I, he played seventeen seasons. One more thing I want to say. I watched a video. Um, thank you to Chris Move on YouTube for these amazing stats. Dion Waiters, did you know that whoever wins, he's going to get a ring regardless? Started the season off of Miami and, and playing for the LA Lakers now. If you start on a team and you're not with them, you still get a ring. So Jonas Valanciunas, when he left the Raptors, he got a ring, I think. I don't yeah, think he ever got the ring. Did he never get one? Well, he was eligible. He should have got it. He should have got it. The Jonas Valanciunas, I owe you from the Toronto Raptors. Dion Waiters started with Miami. And now he's with LA. So why would he not? Oh, he's going to get a ring either way. Let's say Miami wins a series. I see. Either way. Yeah. Nonetheless, Lakers, he's on the Lakers. Lakers are probably going to win. But watch Miami win three straight, and, and we're going to look like what are we talking about? Uh, LeBron James, when he went to the Heat, um, he actually, this is interesting, he wanted Pat Riley to coach uh, him on the Miami Heat. He did not want Eric Spolstra. He's facing off against Eric Spolstra. How awkward is that? Now, Pat Riley has went to the finals. In six straight decades. Now, Pat Riley played for the Lakers. Um, he was an executive and he is now, or he was an executive and he was a coach. So it's incredible. Like he could be the Iron Man basketball player and maybe the most famous basketball, famous. He's just Mr. NBA, you could call Pat Riley. It's incredible. And then um, I think that is all. Um, but, uh, it's amazing. It's amazing seeing. Oh, I was watching the highlights. Okay, I want to tell you one thing. I was watching the highlights. The LA Lakers, and I know we discussed this on, the, on one of the first episodes of In the House Sports, was the, the uniforms. I watched some highlights of the Miami Heat in their, like, blue-purple uniforms. Those are the Lakers yellow. That is a nice colorway. I wish we would see that in the playoffs there. Uh, their blue jerseys, Miami's blue, and the Lakers' traditional yellow because those are a great color match. Good on the eyes for a sports fan. Dad, yep. take it away to another topic. Well, and we may come back to NBA, but let's let's move on. A couple little uh, um, comments, um, real quick here. Uh, the French Open's going on. The French Open tennis uh, on the men's side. You have Nadal, his favorite surface. He's moving along nicely. Keeps winning three sets straight. The number one seed, the joy, the joyker, my man. Um, he's destroying his opponents too. So we could be seeing a, a Nadal versus Djokovic before we know it. As far as the uh, Canadians go, all the men um came and went very quickly they didn't get past round one they were out of there by round two so that was a disappointment for all canadian shapovalov uh, pospisil um a man i can't pronounce his name jacob you want to take a guess i can see no auger i can see ajay aliasim dunzo first round gonzo um on the women's side uh both Le uh, uh, leah fernandez and eugenie bouchard uh, both lost in round three, so they're both uh, uh, finished. Uh, nice for Eugenie to get by a couple rounds. Uh, maybe she's starting to show some signs of life. And again, the future of tennis, this uh, Leah Fernandez, I do like her. Um, we'll continue to watch them moving forward. Sorry, so I missed that. Is Leila Fernandez, is she done? She's done. She's done. She's in two sets. Yep. Okay, so I have a question for you based yep. on what you were talking about. Do you know who Nadal is facing in his next round? Nadal in the next round uh, is, I do not know. He, does the name Sebastian Corda ring a bell to you? Anything well, about that name? I, I think 
If only thing, maybe because you you were a ball boy and he came to Calgary that time. Nope, no. Nope. So I'm gonna tell you two things. He did not come to Calgary, as far as I don't know. So I brought up this name a couple episodes ago. Nellie Corda, remember her? She played in the A and A Inspiration, and her sister Jessica Corda. They are key players on the LPGA Tour. Sisters ranked second and twenty second in the world rankings. From where? From the United States. Okay. So they that's their younger brother. He's Sebastian Corda, and he's facing Rafael Nadal. Um, I think Jessica, uh, Jessica is either 26 or 28. Uh, Nelly is 22 and Sebastian is 20. And in fact, I don't know if you've heard of their father, Petter Korda. He was ranked as high as second in the world rankings and has won a major tennis event. So it's, and listen to this. I heard this, this, I read this actually on golf digest. And if the Cordas qualify, let's say either Nelly or Jessica and Sebastian qualify for the Olympics, they will become the first brother and sister to qualify for the same Olympic Games in different sports in the history of the Olympics. What, and what happens if it's brother, sister, and sister? Ooh, well, then that would be something. I don't. That would. That I don't oh. know if that's ever happened. So good, yeah. So that's good. That's a, we gotta love the facts. So, so, but I, when I read that, when I read that, I was like, no way. And it's just so interesting because you brought up Rafael Nadal, and you know, you you typically hear of you know the players who play the big players. Uh, if they don't beat them, they're usually an afterthought. So, for example, like you know, a lot of in pretty much every match, there's, you know, top 30 players. In this case, Rafael Nadal playing um, Sebastian Corda, and then usually just like, okay, he's playing this guy named Corda. But it's so interesting because I did discuss Nelly Corda a couple of weeks ago, and when I saw that, I'm like, oh, yeah, of course I've heard of the Corda sisters. So Sebastian, a rising star oh. in the United States tennis scene, and in fact, he's the only American left in the men's draw. Wow. So Sebastian... I think he, uh, I think he may be, he beat, he beat Isner earlier and then Kennan, the lone American in the woman's draw. But again, so much, uh, so many storylines up yeah. for grabs gotta, um, in the French Open. Another major. It's so interesting to have it later in the year. So that's what you I gotta, want to You got to like the facts that come out on Into House Sports with JJ. I do like that one. So we will fall, follow Corda versus Nadal. Um, again, Nadal's surface. So it'll be a tough match for Corda. So we'll see what happens. Um, before we talk about Major League Baseball, lots to talk about there. Just briefly, the National Football League, this week's game between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Tennessee Titans is postponed until I believe the end of October. Um, a lot of Tennessee players have COVID, um, so they're isolating. Uh, news out of today, quarterback of the New England Patriots, Cam Newton, um, has been uh, diagnosed with COVID, so he is he is isolating. you got to wonder how where these guys get it from. Um, are they, you know, they're obviously out in public or who, well, you know, what would be interesting can't speculate, you know, what would be interesting is if they revealed where they were without a mask or sorry, I shouldn't jump to conclusions where they were without a mask or who they were around because the biggest shock came. This is completely, what do you think I'm going to say? When president Trump revealed he had COVID <laughs> that's giving me a look like, don't bring this up. Let's not go that way. Yeah. I was just, I was surprised to hear that, but I guess somebody yeah. in his inner party, anybody can get it. We know that, but anyhow, the new England Patriots came. I believe is going to be postponed maybe till Tuesday and Cam Newton will not be the starting quarterback. So uh, the NFL um, up till now has been pretty safe. Uh, we'll see where this takes us to. So there's going to be some canceled and rescheduled games. Uh, so some news to follow from one week to the, the next. The thing is about rescheduled games. It's not like baseball where you can play a double header or you can just easily make it up. Football's hard. You think of the recovery process from one game to the next. Um, they only play, you know, from Sunday to Thursday they may play a Sunday night game and then they could, maybe they'd have a couple games on a Thursday. But the thing is, is that they have one bye week and other teams have bye weeks. They're going to have to shuffle it around 
it is a bit of a messy situation with the NFL. And it's one of the first couple scenarios. It's not, again, not like baseball. Baseball, luckily, you know, got through it. I thought baseball was going to be shut down. I don't think the NFL will be because, you know, there are so many different people working for the NFL and the schedule makers to figure out ways around this. But it's definitely not a, it's definitely not, it's not, it's not good. It's not good, COVID, man. No. I can't believe we're in numbers. Episode 24. We're talking about episode one. It's something that is still going on 23 weeks later. Yeah, well, it might be going on 23 weeks from now when we're doing episode 47. Now, uh, just a little bit more about the National Football League. I've been a, I'm I find myself being a fan of Mitch Trubisky. Unfortunately, uh, he's now going to be riding the bench. And maybe fortunately for the Chicago Bears, Nick Foles is taking over as the number one st- uh, starting quarterback. He came in a relief of Trubisky last week. And Chicago and led Chicago to another win. They are now three and zero. The future of Mitch Trubisky in Chicago uh, is looking like it might be on thin ice. We'll see if Nick Foles stays healthy. I can see Nick. I can see Mitch Trubisky coming back sometime in the next thirteen weeks. Uh, football. So uh, we'll continue to watch the Chicago Bears. Uh, again, there's certain names on our show that we continue to bring up from one week or the next week of this. Mitch Trubisky is being is one of them. So we'll follow the three and zero Bears moving. Uh, forward um major league baseball um yes the buffalo blue jays um ended up playing two more games than the kansas city royals i mean let's clap for that um, you know, why, they, why, the, why are you throwing shade at the royals i don't mean to be but uh they can, you can say that about several teams but at the end of the day the blue jays played two more games um uh, than any team that did not make the playoffs uh, their nemesis is the Tampa Bay Rays. I go back to last Sunday when Yamaguchi came in relief pitching when they were when the game was four all, and he gave up three runs and they ended up losing that game seven five, which meant they had to play Tampa Bay versus Cleveland. I don't know why he pitched. His ERA is over eight. He's been bad, unfortunately, since day one. But one thing is connected to the next. And Montoya, I'd love to ask him why did you put Yamaguchi in? when the guy's no good. So uh, a disappointment. The Blue Jays are on to next year land. They're young. Uh, I think they have a bright future. Uh, but this year, uh, we got some winners and losers, teams that are going on to the divisional finals. The Minnesota Twins are not moving on. They have lost 18 playoff games in a row. That wow. is amazing. 18 in a row. So they're not moving on. None of the teams in the Central Division in both the East or the West, or sorry, National League or the American League moved on. But just shout-outs to the San Diego Padres, the Miami Marlins, the Atlanta Braves, the Oakland A's. San Diego has not reached the postseason in 22 years. Last time was 1998. Uh, um, and just for of interest, in their last game, uh, Jacob, they used nine pitchers. The most pitchers used in a nine-inning shadow game I told since you 1901. I told you that. Did you tell me that? I, don't so, you remember me telling you that at dinner yesterday? Well, a good fact. I wrote it down. Obviously not. Well, I wrote it down. <laughs> Just kidding. It's but, all good. So since 1901, you've got the Miami Marlins. They have never lost a playoff series. I mean, it's absolutely crazy. The Miami Marlins, who last year lost 105 games, they're the first team to reach the playoffs after losing at least 100, uh, at least having a 100 loss season the year before. They won the World Series in 97 and 2003. And Jacob, you remember, it was not long that long ago that 18 of their players had COVID. That was, I do remember that. That's when I thought the season was going to be done. Uh, I'm sorry to be a terrain sure. on your parade. Miami is going to be losing a series. There's no way 
they can go. I don't think they're going to be beating LA or San Diego. They got Atlanta right now. They got and they got Atlanta right now. They got best of five. Anything can happen. Um, and I think their their slow their their slogan is, is "Why not us?" So you know why not them? They've got why not because there's got, some better teams. Yeah, they got three. I'm sorry pitchers. again. I'm being kind of pessimistic. I don't mean to rain. You know they they beat Chicago in two games. So very very good. And they had a very I think that was their pitcher Sixto Sanchez. I think that's the right the who was pit yeah Sixto Sanchez Sixto Sanchez uh, rookie pitcher who was throwing in the one hundreds um, but then I want to I'm going to talk about that I have some good stats for we'll come, you we'll come but back the thing is that. is that there's eight teams and Dad when I was bringing up the matches which one intrigues you the most because I brought all four of them up for you yesterday let me let me just just almost finish uh, to almost finish the Atlanta Braves have not. Uh, won a playoff series in two decades. The last time was 2001, although before that they were winning every year. So we don't uh, – uh, that's when they had Bobby Cox as their manager. Um, they had lost 10 consecutive postseason rounds, so the Braves are back. And lastly, the Oakland A's. Um, they have not made the playoffs in the last 14 seasons. They have lost uh, six straight playoff series since 2006. Uh, and in game-clinching series games – they were one in fifteen in the last uh, since two thousand. So um, I like I like to hear these stats where these guys haven't these teams haven't been to the playoffs in such a long long time or we're making the or not only making sorry where teams have gone to playoffs and actually won the their series and are moving on. So we'll have to watch for these kind of teams. I'm not uh, I don't feel sorry for Atlanta because they've set such a, a record of winning. But we'll follow the Padres, the Marlins, the Oakland A's, but. Um, there are two teams in particular that I'm cheering for, but let's go to your question, the brackets. So a couple questions. I want to bring this up first is, would you even would you count the first round, the AL wildcard team, would you count that as a playoff series win? Because they have 16 teams versus 10 teams. Would you count that as a series win? Yeah, it's a good question. Like well, in, in history, when you look back and say, um, the Toronto Blue Jays, they made the playoffs. Well, they made the play. they made the playoffs this year. Uh, they made the playoffs, but like, did they really? Because an eighth seed doesn't make the playoffs. They would have missed the playoffs. Yeah. This is a sixty-game sprint. It's completely different. So, would you count it in MLB history? For what it's worth, I'll count it. The, the the formats changed many times over the last hundred and twenty years or so. More teams, more wild cards, this and that. This year, they had to earn it. They had to play the best of three, and it's one major league baseball team against another. So, I'm counting it. Okay, it's uh, a good question. I'm gonna say. You made a very good argument about how it's changed over the years, and it really has. Um, so based on that, I'm really torn. But I'll say just, you know what, why not and just count it. You know, it's a different season. They did. People could say the 60-game season isn't going to count. be a major asterisk by, by, the, by the 2020 MLB season. But it's going to be good. And then the second part, or my original question was, which matchup intrigues you the most? So our two ALDS series, or ALDS, ALD, I think I'm saying American League Division Series series. Which of these two series are you more intrigued by uh, out of the four? Sorry, the ALDS and the NLDS. So Tampa versus New York, Houston versus Oakland, LA versus San Diego, and Miami versus Atlanta. I have my pick. Of, of the four games, out, of, out, four of the, series? out of the four series, I have mine, and I want you to tell me yours. Hmm, that's a tough call. I'm going to go with uh, the American League games. Both really grab my attention. Well, we uh, need one. Um, I would go the one that I'm most interested in. Well, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Tampa Bay, New York, slightly Houston and the A's and versus the A's. 
Yeah, I've always, I've kind of always liked Tampa Bay. I find them to be a big underdog team against the big New York Yankees, big rivalries in that. Um, so that, that's the, I'm going to go with that. That's what I'm going to. Okay, I'm going to follow all of them. I mean, even Dodgers, San Diego, those guys don't like each other. That's the one that I am interested in, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, L.A., you know, they've been to the World Series what two years in a row, and they haven't won. This is a good team. They have another good roster. They have another good opportunity to make it to the World Series again. But they're facing a new uh, team to the playoffs in a while, as you said, I think, before. San, San Diego Padres with Fernando Tatis leading uh, one of the major stars on Machado. our team. And Machado and Will Myers. It just It's going to be and an Mustakas. awesome series. It's going to be super, super cool. Whoever comes out of that. Watch out for the upper half of the NLDS. They can make a big run for the playoffs. Again, anything could happen. The eight teams remaining. I just want to say, too, that in the Houston game against the A's, Houston versus Oakland, there are going to be fans in the stadium. I think I heard 11,000 fans, which when the stadiums hold 50 or 60,000, maybe it's not a lot of fans, but it's it's a, it's a they were talking about this on the radio today. It was interesting, sports talk, that because there'll be fewer fans, the players actually might hear the fans yelling at them a little bit more clearly. So how much booze and anger is going to be thrown towards the Houston A's for what we spoke about oh. in episode one and two with their cheating scandal. Good so we're memory. actually going to hear uh, some yelling at Houston. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, well, where are, they, are the games being played where? I believe that the American are, League are playing site? either in Los Angeles or in San, or in, um, not San, or in San Diego even yeah, maybe. Diego. But the National League games are being played in Texas. Okay, so that is going to be a story to follow there, and especially the fans finally getting a chance to get their anger out. I'm going to bring up another topic. Which stat is more impressive? Um, I want to bring this up. Doc Rivers. That was a major surprise this week. I didn't. I couldn't believe that he was leaving L.A. Leaving the, so Doc Rivers is leaving the Clippers. I think they're they could Clippers could win it all next year. Um, again, they blew a three-one lead to to Denver. I think the Clippers will do better next year than Philadelphia. Well, we should write that down. What so do again, Doc Rivers is going to Philadelphia. The major teams that were in contention were were um, Philadelphia, were Philadelphia and New Orleans. So I think that Doc Rivers, though, um, the the decision, I was it was an interesting. It was interesting that he that he's going to be leaving. I don't know. L.A. is. I don't know, but it's time for time for change. He's there for a long time. He's there for like ten years or something. So then, what's what's that is more impressive? He has thirteen straight winning seasons, um, or where was he before the Boston? Okay, yeah. Or so we have Doc Rivers having thirteen winning seasons, Fernando Tatis and Will Myers both hitting two home runs in a baseball game, the first time since nineteen thirty-two. So you think about that two times since nineteen thirty-two. Well, what do you think of when you think of 1932, first of all? Yeah, that's a long time ago. <laughs> it's a long time I know ago. You, and you weren't born then. Obviously. Neither were my grandparents. But Yeah, I mean, Major League Baseball. What do you think of 1932? First thing that comes to your head. I think of my grandparents being born. Okay. So, and then uh, what do you think of? They would have been, my parents, my dad was born in 1936. So, so what, and then what do you think of when you think of 2020? 2020? I don't know, COVID? Is yes, that, that was going? the answer I thought you would say. I don't know what else you we were going to say. So it's just crazy to see, like, wow, like, it's just a long time. Like, it's amazing. But we also have another stat. Nine pitchers to come to pitch a complete game shutout, the most to get a shutout. This is a moment since, like, 1901. What do you think of when you think of 1901? I think of, like, like oh, that's old. Like, began, like planes f- started flying 120 years ago. So which stat is more impressive? Doc Rivers 
Fernando Tatis and Will Myers are nine player pitchers to pitch a complete game shutout. I have my most impressive. I'll share it to you while you think about it. I think Fernando Tatis and Will Myers both hitting two home runs in a, I think it was a postseason game. And it was the last, it was the last time since Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig to do that. I think that's, I think that it's, it's incredible that, that they both. The first one that comes to my mind is Doc Rivers, 13 consecutive. That's the, that's the most, that's the most impressive. I think it's crazy that they both hit two home runs in a game. Like how often do players hit two home runs and they both did it. So that's my, that's more impressive. All interesting comparisons. I'd have to, I'd have to think about it. I'd have to weigh it, but yeah, you can't, you can't come to the city. But I'm going to say that the, uh, just quickly that I don't know if it's the, um, the coach that's going to make a big difference in, in uh, Philadelphia, it's the players. They got to figure things out. They've missed the boat. I don't think that Philadelphia is going to do any better. Whatever the record is this year, if it's it's going to be the same next year, plus or minus two, maybe three games. I think either be, way, I think they're going to be better next year. Again, they have Brooklyn, who's tougher, but uh, yeah, but no, LA is going to be LA. Whoever, I guess it might it'll be a big change. LA is going to be excellent. Both LA teams. We have one minute remaining in the show, so let's wrap it up. Uh, news of the week, uh, Vince Carter. Yes, of the he's retired. He was named the Sportsman of the Year in the NBA. What are the credentials? Award. Sportsmanship of the Award. What, what are the credentials for that? I don't know, but way to go, Vince. I was surprised to hear that. I don't know. It was his last season. I don't know. It was just kind of ironic. What else we got? We got the Buffalo Blue Jays. They're finished, but the Buffalo Bills, 3-0. So the fans in Buffalo, they, uh, they must be having a little bit of fun there. Uh, Major Buffalo League Sabres. We'll see Major League Baseball. We talked about the expanded playoffs. Will they do it again next year? Time will tell. Uh, we spoke about Doc Rivers. We got the NBA carrying on tomorrow. I think it's going to be a four-game sweep. Uh, Los Angeles Rams tomorrow. Uh, go Rams. Uh, Jake, what else you got? Yes, Sergio Garcia tied for the lead at the Sanderson Farms oh, yes. Championship. Uh, he's putting with his eyes closed, I heard. That's the craziest thing ever. That's like... That reminds me of like Tiger Tiger Woods playing with like one one arm. like, why that? Could you match playing golf? Eyes closed. Anyway, Dad, take us. Nice to see Sergio at the top of the leaderboard. He hasn't been there for a long time. I like Sergio. See you later. Have a good.